Blog Talk Radio. You know, church has become so commercial until we have gotten away from its true purpose. It has become such big business until we allow people to operate and function as long as they have something to bring to the table. People are now more concerned about recording and living in life of the rich and famous rather than knowing Jesus. For the true purpose of the church is small business, not big business. I don't know about you. But I would rather have nothing and no Jesus than to have everything and not know Jesus. You need to confess it today. Good evening. Thank you for tuning in to the Light of Portland broadcast with Pastor Kimberly Black from Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church in Portland, Oregon. Do you know Jesus? Did you know he could live in your heart if you invite him in? the next song you hear prepare to be blessed of the Lord prepare for a move of Holy Spirit prepare to know Jesus in your heart
Good evening, and welcome to the Light of Portland. I am your host, Pastor Kimberly Black, and I'm glad to be in this service just one more time. So, yes, we give honor to God, to Pastor, our speaker tonight, Pastor Pamela Laws, to Bishop-elect Stephen and Ann Butterfield, Pastor Sherelle Pennington, Archbishop Ruth Smith, And to each of you, my brothers and sisters in the Lord, it is an honor, a privilege, and a pleasure to be able to worship with you tonight on the light of Portland. We come for no other reason but to lift up the name of the Lord, to give him glory, to give him honor, and to give him praise, which is due unto his holy name. Tonight, I'd like to read from 2 Chronicles 29, starting at verse 10. And this is David's praise to God. But tonight, this is how we're going to start our night off. And David says, Blessed be thou, Lord God of Israel, our Father forever and ever. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. For all that is in the heaven and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. Both riches and honor come to thee, and thy reignest over all. And in thy hand is power and might. And in thy hand it is to make great and to give strength unto all. Now, therefore, O God, we thank thee and praise thy glorious name. Let us go before the Lord in prayer. Gracious Father, we just thank you for being a sovereign God, for being faithful, for being kind, for being glorious, for being gracious, and ever mindful of us, your people. We were created in your image, and we were fearfully and wonderfully made. And you created all living beings. And Father, tonight, we, your handmade servants, we come to give you praise. We come to give you glory and honor. We come to lift you up. And exalt your holy name. Father, tonight we come asking that you would forgive us of our sins. We stand tonight as intercessors for America. Father, we have made a mess out of a country that declared in God we trust. But it seems like we've turned our back on you. It seemed like we've forgotten that everything in the heaven and everything is yours. It's like we have forgotten that we were created to give you praise. So, Father, I ask tonight that you would forgive the sins of America. Lord, we stand in gap, in the gap tonight. 
we know that the sins of America, they are many sins. We're not saying that we have not fallen short because your word says all have fallen short. But tonight we cry for America. We are living in a pandemic of disease, of drugs and violence, wars and rumors of wars, phantom in the land. We know, Father, that your will must be done. We know, oh God, that your word will come forth and it will perform and fulfill everything that was spoken to us by the prophet. So God, we thank you tonight for giving us the believers hope for the future. Not hope in Biden, not hope in uh, any other president we may have or have to come. Our hope is in Jesus Christ, our Savior, our Redeemer, our Provider, our Waymaker, our Healer, our Mind Regulator. Our hope is in Jesus. We love you tonight, Father. And we're eternally grateful for you giving your Son, Jesus, to die on the cross for the remission of our sins. We thank you, God, that you did not leave us. You did not forsake us. You kept your eyes on us, Lord. You kept us as the apples of your eye. And tonight, Father, we just want you to know we are grateful. We are eternally thankful. Father, we thank you because you have given your angels charge over us. You've allowed no hurt, harm, or danger to come near us. We thank you for being our shield and our buckler. And Lord, we bless your name tonight. We give you all glory and all praise because it truly belongs to you. Father, tonight we lift up those who are sick in their physical bodies. We have family and friends that are dealing with congested heart failure and high blood pressure and diabetes and lupus and multiple sclerosis and cancer and arthritis and fibromyalgia. And Lord God, uh, we have family and friends that are dealing with mental health issues. There's nothing too hard for you, oh God. We have family and friends who are uh, uh, talking about divorce and who are considering filing bankruptcy and who are looking for jobs and who are trying to decide, should I buy this house? Should my children go to this school? Should I even leave this church? Should I start a church or should I stop doing what I've been doing for so long? People are looking for answers tonight, Father. I pray that they would Stand still and seek your face and be diligent, Lord, because you said you are a rewarder of them who diligently seek you. So I pray tonight that, God, you would make haste and see about our family, our friends, and our acquaintance. Make haste, God, and bring forth healing, salvation, and deliverance. Make haste, oh God, move quickly, Father. Because they need you. We need you tonight. 
So draw nigh, O God, to your sons and your daughters that have walked away from you, who have turned their back on you, who have said in their heart that there is no God. Salvation belongs to you. And we ask that you allow it to be added city in our state and in this nation. Save our children, our children's children, and our children's children's children. Bind up any transferred trauma that our children and our children's children and our children's children may ever experience. We come against it with the blood of Jesus. We declare and decree that our children and our children's children and our children's children's children will live as the head and not the tail, the lender and not the borrower, that they live above and not beneath. Pray that they would love you with all their heart, their soul, and their mind. And that they would lean not into their own understanding, but in all their ways, I pray that they would acknowledge you. Your word promised us you would direct their path, direct our paths tonight. Father, we pray for the woman of God that's going to come forth to bring forth a word tonight. Touch her body tonight. Touch her voice because I know she's been worshiping and leading your people into the spirit and the presence of the Lord all day today, so touch her, restore her now, Father, that she may bring forth a mighty word to cause us to live holy and to live righteous and to live blameless in this corrupt and perverse nation. I don't know about tomorrow, but I know who holds the future. So, Lord, I pray your will be done. I stand with my brothers and sisters tonight that are praying that your will be done in this nation. Our hope is in you, O oh God. You are our peace. Tonight we pray for the peace of Israel. We pray that your people, O oh God, will experience the peace and the joy of the Lord. We thank you. We give you praise. I pray now that you would bless the hearer of the word and the doer of the word tonight. Let the word come forth. Let it be crystal clear. Give us good understanding of what you're saying to us tonight. And we'll continue to give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord tonight. I want to tell you about um, Passing Arts, a theater company proudly presents Seven Guitars, a play written by August Wilson, directed by Mr. William Errol Ray. The play began March 17th, and it runs until April the 9th. It's at the Brunish Theater on the fourth floor at 1111 Southwest Broadway Avenue here in Portland, Oregon. And if you are interested and you would like tickets, go to Passing, P-A-S-S-I-N, Art, A-R-T, dot O-R-G to get your tickets. I want to tell you this. 
on March the 23rd, you can buy two tickets for the price of one. They're making it affordable, Saints, for us to support the oldest black theater company of Portland, Oregon. Or you can go on April the 6th and pay what you will. And they're asking that you pay at least one cent. And like I told Greater St. Stephen's this morning, we can find one cent on the ground. So that should not stop us from being downtown at uh, April the 6th at the Brunish Theater. That's the Portland Five Theater located at 111 Southwest. Broadway Avenue, Portland, Oregon. Uh, Those are our announcements for tonight. We're going to receive a song. Following that song, we will hear our speaker for tonight. She is no stranger to the light of Portland. She is my sister. She is my friend. And I am honored to call her those two things, sister and friend. I am so honored. Pastor Pamela Laws will be bringing the word tonight. So I want to tell you now, get ready, get ready, get ready. Get your Bible, your pen, your pencil. Be prepared to take notes. Tell your children, tell the dogs, sit down, be still, be quiet. Tell your family, turn the TV down so we can hear the woman of God preach to us tonight. Be prepared, my brothers and sisters, to receive a word from the Lord on tonight. Be prepared. Amen. Following this song, we will hear from our preacher, Pastor Pamela Laws. Tell them we were born to worship. Look at him and tell him we live to worship. Hasha. Hasha.
Say it again, cry. You were born? You were born to worship. Hallelujah. Now, now listen, the devil don't like it when we moan. Sometimes you got to say, who? I see you confuse them when you go silent on them. Uh-huh. Now cry over your mouth and say, oh. Voices hinder, 
amen, where the move of God is. We're able to reach. We're able to reach the masses. So God bless you uh, to the Butterfields. I give honor to my bishop tonight, my bishop um, Tyrone Washington and his um, his wife, the lovely Elder Pastor Jacqueline Washington. I'm I'm so thankful for them and their leadership. Um, to my husband, my children and grandchildren, um, I honor this honor them this evening. To my co-laborers in the gospel, I call you blessed. Amen. Keep on fighting the good fight of faith. And to you, our Blog Talk family, uh, we love you, we appreciate you, and we praise God for you. Amen. So, family, we we are are going to get ready to share. Amen. In the very Word of God tonight, um, um, Pastor Black, that prayer uh, was so on point. It was so exactly uh, uh, where we are in this seasoning, in this seasoning, in this season, amen, and then the space um, uh, that God has us in. We we are, I was sharing with the, um, the, the church earlier today, that we are in warfare like we have never seen before. And it doesn't seem like the enemy is trying to let up, amen, at, at all. And so we, um, as believers, we have to continue, amen, to fight. We have to continue to fight in prayer. We have to continue. Um, it talks about it in, in, in Judah, you can with the faith. We have to continue to stick and say, we got to fight for this thing. Amen. We got to fight. He, he, the enemy's not concerned about our children. He, he, he's not concerned. So we have to be concerned. He's not concerned uh, about our health. We have to be concerned. Amen. He, he's not concerned. Amen. Um, about how many times we go to church. So, so we have to be concerned. The only thing that he's concerned about is that we don't get it, hallelujah, and we don't stick with it. He's concerned if we get it. He doesn't mind us playing church, but he does mind when we get it and we hold on to it, when we stick to it. Amen. When we have faith the size of a mustard seed and we activate, amen, the measure of faith that God has given us, that's when the enemy, his antenna goes up. That's when he becomes on high alert as it relates to you and I. And so tonight, just just for a little while, I want to talk about pray, prayer, that changes everything. Prayer that changes everything. In the book of Mark, uh, Mark chapter 11, verse 24, the scripture tells us that, therefore I say to you, ever things you ask, when you pray, believe. Whatever things you ask, when you pray, believe. He says, believe that you may receive them and you will have them. So whatever you ask when you pray, 
believe. See, prayer is is simply communication. I I don't want to I don't want to talk to you like you don't know what prayer is. Many of us are prayer warriors and intercessors, and and we we know what it is. But but for the for the new convert that has joined us tonight, for the new uh, uh, family member that has joined us here in Blog Talk, and they have not yet been through the the classes in the series uh, on prayer. Prayer prayer is simply communicating with God, communicating just like if I were to pick up the telephone or call my sister or go in the bedroom and talk to, to my husband. Communi- communication is not just me uh, 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 doing all of the talking, but I, I talk a while and then I listen a while in order to have the other individual to talk back to me. It's the same way that we commute with God. And so, and so he says, uh, when you when you when we when we pray, whatever you whatever you ask, he says, believe. This word believe means to trust. It means rely on. Whatever whatever you ask, uh, affirm. Ah, uh, Lord, I thank you. Hold on to the short. So so what Mark uh, it's simply saying, amen, here in the book is like when, when you pray, we, that faith, amen, the, the measure, the mustard seed that we have been given, he said that must, we have to activate that in order to be able to believe God. For his word doesn't change. He, 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 just because we don't believe it does not mean it is what it is. Watch this. But in order for us to be able to take part in, uh, in order for us to be able to benefit from it, woo, Lord, I thank you. Uh, in order for us to be able to see the manifestation of it, we must believe. Pastor, how do you, how do you know that to, to, to be true? Because it was the woman. Uh, who had the issue of blood? The Bible tells us that that she uh, was sick. She had a blood flow of twelve years, and she was sick, and she was dealing, and she was going from doctor to doctor, and she was taking all these uh, 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 prescribed uh, 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 religious um, uh, sayings and 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 things that they were doing, and and rituals and all of these things that they told her would heal her. And the Bible says that she had spent all that she had but grew worse. She grew worse. She was seeking for her healing but grew worse. She had been dealing year after year but grew worse. The Bible declares that she heard that Jesus was coming through. Uh, Jesus, and, 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 and he wasn't just a man. This was, she had heard uh, some things about him that related to her situation. She had heard some things, amen, that he had done where he had healed the sick, amen. He had, had given sight to the blind, uh, the, the lame uh, were walking, amen, that uh, even right after that, amen, he he was raising the dead. And so this, this woman said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I know 
can be made whole. See, she 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 activated once she believed. She said, if I can just get to it, I know my situation will change. If if I can just get to where he is, I've I've tried everything else. I've been to every doctor. I mean, I've I've, I've taken uh, uh, every um, uh, person that's been uh, uh, referred to me. I've taken every referral, and no one has been able to heal me. Do do we find sometimes, Amen, that we are are, are looking for our healing in all the wrong places? We, we're looking for. Uh, uh, deliverance, hallelujah, in all the wrong places. And, and now, and now you, you find yourself at the end of yourself. And then you hear a still, small voice that says, get to him. Uh, get to him. She said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I know that I'll be made Whole prayer changes everything. She, this, this woman, this woman, she, she made it up within herself. She made up her mind that in spite of what she had to go through to get to Christ, watch this, it couldn't be any worse than what she'd already gone through. Oh, but if I can just get there. Uh, this woman, the Bible says that this woman, when she got there, the, the people were thronging and pressing about Jesus, so she had to go down low, and she went through the crowd, uh, for she was not supposed to be there, uh, according to uh, 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 the Old Testament law. She was not supposed to be there, but but she knew, she knew she had to. Woo! She was desperate for her healing. She was desperate, and she she sought God, amen, with such a, 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 a an earnest desire to be healed. She didn't let what people might say keep her from pursuing her healing. She didn't let uh what the what what Christ might do to her her from pursuing her healing. But this woman had a determination. This woman had a made-up mind that she just needed. She just needed to get there. And and so as I begin to look at this woman, and, and I begin to uh, to look at her life, and I begin to put myself, Amen, uh, uh, in in the position of what she might have been going through. Uh, God began to show me, Amen, what, where we have to. Um, Put the ball, he has put the ball, uh, per se, back in our courts as it relates to many of the deliverance and the healings and the uh, restorations that we desire. So he began to show me in James chapter 5. He, he began to show me in verse 13. He began to show me where it says, is anyone among you afflicted? Is anyone among you suffering? Is anyone among you experiencing hardship or trouble? Uh, is, is there anyone among you 
in distress? Is there anyone among you who's depressed or in a grievous state? Getting to look at us like, God, we're all going through something and some some a little worse than others, some are a little light than others, but most of us have something going on, whether it be directly or, or indirectly. Everybody has a little something going on. And so he, I, I, I continued to read the verse, Pastor Black, and he said, well, if, is there anyone among you afflicted? It says, let him pray. Let him pray so many times. We are going through, but we are looking for others to pray for us. Where the Bible here clearly shows us when you are going through, your first line of defense is to establish patience, hallelujah, the dialogue with Christ himself. He says, let him pray. Let let him so so what so what happened when we began to go through the pandemic? What what happened when the churches began to close their doors? This is before many of us or most of us didn't have Zoom. We didn't do a lot of conference calls. Everything that we did was face to face and uh, uh in in person. What happened? When everybody was wearing masks, when we were trying to, they would be sheltered in place. When, when they were trying to figure out what this was and what was going on and how to handle it, Pastor Black, and what to do with it, it did, our troubles didn't stop. Uh, 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 the distress didn't take a break. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, a hardship didn't take a back seat. Uh. Many of us had to establish our own prayer life with God. Many that had never prayed on their own, they, they begin to learn how to call on the name Jesus. They begin to learn, amen, that he's not just the strong tower that we read uh, throughout the Holy Scriptures, amen, but he became a strong tower to then when they had to apply him to their life. All the scripture declares that we should look to the hills from which cometh our help for all of our help. It comes from the Lord. But, but, but Pastor Black, if I never had to call, if I never had to look any further than in the pulpit, how do I know that he's my helper? Oh, we found that out when we began to shelter in place. For I had to learn then, hallelujah, to go into my own secret place and seek the face of God. I, I had to learn, hallelujah, how to how to arm myself. Oh, Lord, I thank you. I, I had to learn how, how to cover and anoint myself uh, with oil because I didn't have the leaders, hallelujah, to lay hands on. I had to learn. I had to I had to learn. Amen. That while I'm still going through, while I'm still experiencing, I had to learn how to pray if I wanted to see change. I had to learn how to yield 
my vessel to him. So he says, if anyone among you afflict him, pray. He he goes on, watch this, he said, and and some of them, amen, might be married. Some of them might be on the other side of an affliction. They might be on the other side of, of the distress. They might be on the other side. He didn't say that you should sit back and relax. He said, those that are married, is there anyone? Oh, he said, let him sing songs. We, there should always be a song uh, in our heart. I love the song that was played uh, just a moment ago. It says, you were born or we were born to worship. We were, we were born to sing songs. He inhabits the praises of his people uh, that we should always have a song. Uh, in our heart, even the Bible class, that we'll be able to sing songs that the angels haven't heard. Says, is anyone among you married? Let him sing songs. Verse 14 says, is any sick among you? And this word sick is such a broad range. It could include anything from the from the physical to the to the mental, to the emotional. He, 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 James gives us uh, this, this broad word of sick because he, he knew that even in that time they may not be experiencing everything that we experience now, but there were several different kinds of sicknesses and, and, and diseases. And so he says, is there anyone sick? Is there anyone dealing with a mental, physical, emotional sickness. Watch this. This is what he says. He says, let him call for the elders. Now, see, there are some things that we have to pray for, but then there are others. Amen. As I tap into my faith, there are others. As I'm believing for my healing, as God is guiding, Holy Spirit is giving me guidance on who I should call, because what needs to happen is when I'm calling for prayer, amen, I need them also, the person I'm calling, to also have their faith activated. Uh, I need them also to be able to believe, to trust, to affirm the word of God as we touch and agree. For the Bible declares that what two or three are gathered together, he is in the midst. That we could ask anything, ah, that we could ask in his will and it shall be given unto us. And so if I'm sick, if I'm if I'm if I'm dealing with something, Pastor Black, oh my goodness, if I'm dealing, mother, see, when I when I when I understand that this is bigger than me, this is when my prayer begins to change. Because now I'm praying in faith. Look at Hannah. Hannah had been being being tormented. She had been, oh, my goodness, Penina was giving her the blues, and she was parading these children around, and this woman wanted so bad to have children. She couldn't even worship in peace. Her, her worship was being disturbed because she couldn't, she couldn't have what her heart desired. Her husband tried to fix it. He couldn't do it, and so she went. 
altar. And, and, and Hannah began to pray with a different mindset. She began to pray an earnest prayer. She began to pray, hallelujah, a faith-driven prayer. Hallelujah. She began to pray a provoked prayer, so much so that the priest thought she was drunk. But when she revealed, no, I'm not here because I'm drunk, but I'm, I'm praying out of my need. I'm praying out of my pain. I'm praying out of my distress. Uh, the Bible doesn't even say that the priest asked what she was praying for. He told her, whatever it is, may God grant your request. Do you see what happens? There, there are times when we can be in such a state of prayer. I've, I've heard, I, I, I'm sure that if Pastor Black had more time, she, she, she could have continued to prayer and she was, she was chopping stuff down and she was declaring it in them. She was speaking life into it. Watch this. And, and there are, we're on the line and we're saying, Lord, do it for us. God, do it for her. You've heard her petition. You've inclined your ear to hear the cries of your children. God, do it for us tonight in Jesus' name. God, do it for us. Why? It is because she was believing in what she was saying. She was believing in faith, amen, that it's already done because according to Hebrew 11, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And so we pray for, we let the elders come in and they, the elders come in, hallelujah, and they pray over them. The Bible says anointing him with the oil, anointing him. In faith, hallelujah, anointing in faith, believing, hallelujah. And the prayer of faith, oh, I'm not going to be able to finish this tonight, but the prayer of faith, the Bible says, shall save the sick. Many of the sicknesses that they were dealing with in the Bible, God had, he dealt with their 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 spirit first. He 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 called them to repent. He 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 said, "Your faith has made you whole." He, he dealt with he dealt with the spiritual aspect first before he came back and dealt with the natural. Because all God has to do is speak a word, and everything that's out of line has to come into alignment. My body must respond, Amen, to the word of God, Amen, because I was created. In his likeness and in his image. And, and so everything that God says to me, my body must respond. It, it has to. Hallelujah. Because it is the word. And so and so when, when it says that the prayer of faith, hallelujah, shall save the sick, uh, is when we, my faith attaches with your faith. Hallelujah. And, and and when my faith attaches with your faith and we believe and we trust God for the outcome, hallelujah, that is according to his word, his will, and his way, the Bible declares that the Lord shall raise him up. He's going to lift up the individual. See, we're just the conduit. Oh, God is just using us, hallelujah, to be his mouthpiece. He's going to do the work. Hallelujah. If we just say what he says, 
He does the work. If we believe the way he, he's already shown us that we've experienced in our own lives, he'll do the work. So the first thing we must do, hallelujah, is we must learn to pray for ourselves, hallelujah. We must learn to pray for ourselves. The second thing we need to do, hallelujah, is we call the elders to touch and agree. Call the elders, hallelujah, to touch and agree. And the third thing we want to do is believe by faith. We're going to believe by faith. There's a song that they play on broadcast, on, on the blog talk on a regular, on a regular basis, and it said it's going to happen by faith. It's going to happen by faith. That, that's, those are not just words. Think about Oh, it's going to happen. If you can believe God for it, it's going to happen. If you're not wavering, hallelujah, and what God says, it's going to happen. Amen. If you're willing to allow him to order your steps, hallelujah, and take you through the process as you go through it, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Hallelujah. Wherever you are, say it's going to happen by faith. Uh, we came through COVID. Lord, I thank you. I thank you. You protected us. We pray for the families that lost lives. But God, you still kept us. And we're not giving up. God, we're still praying. We're still fighting the good fight of faith. We're still trusting you, God, in this process. Father, I thank you. Through the mass shooting, God, we're still trusting you. In the process, God. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Through through what's going on in the White House and in the state capitals, God, we trust you. Through the process, God. There's so many prayer bands being uh, established now because prayer is so in order uh, for this season. It is in uh, 1 Thessalonians uh, uh, chapter 5, verse 17, that it says we should pray without ceasing. We have no, we have not been released to come off the wall. We have not been released to turn back. We have not been released from this assignment. We must pray without ceasing. Even James says, amen, as I get ready to close, amen, even James says, that as we confess our faults one to another, he says, it is the effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous that availeth much. Do you have a prayer tonight, amen, that, that is, that is a, 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 a deliverance-driven? Do you have a prayer tonight, hallelujah, that is specific? Hallelujah. Do you have a prayer that will cause God to lean down, hallelujah, and be ready to dispatch angels on your behalf? Do you have a prayer that's not fueled by emotion, hallelujah, but is fueled by the fire that burns on the inside of you? Do you have a prayer life like he did for Stephen and said, that's my son? Do you have a prayer life? That will change everything. It is God's desire tonight 
that you have just that, that you trust and believe, hallelujah, that when we go into our rooms and shut the door and pray to the Father is in heaven, that the Father who sees us in secret will reward us openly? Do you have the prayer, hallelujah, the prayer life tonight that we don't have to be anxious in? But he says in everything through prayer and supplication, we can make our request known to him. Family, if you desire that type of prayer tonight, I encourage you, hallelujah, to go to the throne of grace. I encourage you to cry out to God that that relationship be established, be, be unbroken, hallelujah, would be unmoved by the cares of this world, but that you would continue to yield your vessels unto him. Know that he hears you, hallelujah. Know that he has your best interest at heart, Lord, I thank you. Know that he loves you with an everlasting love. And we do the same tonight. We love you. We praise God for you. And we pray that everything that God has for you, that your blessings would overtake you. I love you with the love of the Lord. Hallelujah. God bless you, Pastor Black. We turn the call back over to you. Amen, amen, and amen. What a mighty word tonight from the woman of God. Thank you, Pastor Laws, so much for that word on tonight. And it was a on-time word. I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to play this song. But know that I hope and pray that your prayer life has been stirred up. Uh, your desire to pray has been stirred up. Your need to pray has been stirred up. Your desire to learn how to pray has been stirred up. It is praying time. Until next Sunday, may the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you, family, and there's nothing you can do about it. Be blessed until next Sunday. I don't think anybody would argue with me if I said that we are living in tough, trying, turbulent times. There's trouble and problems everywhere we go. It's trouble in the finances. Many of us have more months than we do money. Many of us who made investments in a 401k is now a 201F. We're dealing with hostile husbands and disobedient daughters and wayward wives and sometimes it makes us want to pull out our hair and say how are we going to make it out of this mess all of us have asked that proverbial question how am I going to make it how am I going to get by and the answer comes back to every single generation six little words the just shall live by faith Faith is what's going to take you out of every circumstance. Faith is getting ready to take you out of every... Oh, come on, somebody. I dare you to stand on your feet and just tell somebody next to you, it's going to happen. It's going to happen by faith. Oh, come on, let's pray the Lord. It's going to happen by faith.